0: This is Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy Iscari, and today's guest is Raven Western. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And um, is it true you're a native New Yorker?
1: I am native, born and raised. Born and
0: raised, <laughs> really. And <laughs> and beyond that, even more so, you're a New Yorican, right? Yes. And, okay, so where did you grow up?
1: Uh, Spanish Harlem. Really? You can't get more <laughs> New Yorican than no, that. No, you yes. cannot.
0: And, and mm-hmm. then, uh, are you okay with telling us what decades you were in? Uh, in you
1: mean sp- my age? or you
0: know whatever you're comfortable with
1: i'm a proud 43 year old okay so Mm -hmm. you
0: definitely saw the new york spanish harlem in the 80s and 90s yeah 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 so uh how do you feel about this trend because it's transformed a lot since then it
1: has i feel like harlem is one of the last neighborhoods to kind of there it it's slowly the transformation has slowly been happening but it's not, the neighborhood in whole in, in is yeah. still very much Spanish Harlem.
0: And specifically Spanish Harlem, because mm-hmm. the parts of Harlem in general, I feel like maybe the west side and closer to Central Park-ish on the west side, have changed a lot more yeah. than Spanish Harlem.
1: East Harlem, yeah, no.
0: Yeah, so that's where you represent? Yes. Are you still there? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> when did you leave there?
1: Uh, junior high school, I moved up to the Bronx. Okay. And then adulthood, I moved back to the island. Gotcha. Yeah. You know,
0: the Bronx is like a like really underrepresented as far in in I guess in New York City's brand. The Bronx isn't really representative but they like so far away. Like, got to take forever to get up there. Well, if you're talking to like compared to like downtown Manhattan, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're shooting here in Jersey. We're closer to downtown than you are in, in the Bronx.
1: Yeah, but I think for me, I'd say yes to going to the Bronx faster than I'd say yes to going to Brooklyn or Queens.
0: Going where? Like going to
1: anywhere? Brooklyn or Queens? Why is that? I, that seems further to me.
0: Well, you're.
2: Hmm.
0: Queens is great, and I feel like it. It's, it's like a stepchild to Brooklyn because everyone. Let's face it. Everyone in Brooklyn and Manhattan now is a lot of implants, right? So,
1: where are you from?
0: Where do you think I'm from?
1: I don't know, it's not giving Manhattan vibes.
0: Well, me and Chris grew up a few blocks away, from, well, like 20 blocks mm. away from here. Mm. So okay. from Jersey. here, um, although my parents were divorced. Mm-hmm. And I also, my mom being a single mom also uh, needed as much help for school tuition because she wanted to send me to private school. So I went to school in Manhattan. I went to okay. units okay. until junior high. Then I went to school in uh, in Hoboken. My dad lived in T- Atlantic City, Teaneck, then Uh, Forest Hills, Queens, then moved to um, Connecticut, so a true tri-state area uh, child, I guess. What kind of vibes are you getting from me? You're like, wait, hold up, where are you from? (laughs) I I
1: don't know what it is about being a New Yorker, but we're very, um, we get very, we take it personal when someone says they're from New York or they're not from New York. We want to know specifically and Help you get that right. I agree, and honestly,
0: <laughs> I agree, and I think I think even being from here, which is you know uh, not New York, but it's still a commuter uh, neighborhood. I have people that because you know, I currently live in Jersey City. Mm. I have people asking me, um, like, well, why do you live in Jersey City? Where, where do you live? I in Jersey City. Or, oh, I live in Manhattan. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> like, did did you grow up there? Oh no. Well, where'd you grow up? Like. The Midwest somewhere, I'm like mm-hmm. So you're giving me grief because I live in New York City, but you, you grew up in it. like Indiana. I'm good. Like I'd rather have this this upbringing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. If you live in New
0: York for a certain amount of time, do you become a New Yorker or no? Ooh, that's a great
1: question. No. I have a theory on this too. But go No. Ahead. no. Uh, you, I mean. People want to, and, and the people who've made that up obviously are not people yeah, who live right. in New York. So, no, you know, it's really okay to represent where you're from.
0: What's What's <laughs> What's interesting is I was hanging out with this girl uh, a few months ago, and on her Instagram account, it said New Yorker. She's from Chicago, but she's been here ten years. So she Beautiful. says, yeah, "I'm a New Yorker." I'm like, in my mind, and I'm trying to be <laughs> trying to be so cool and not blast her for this. But her, like, her, her circle of friends, places she goes to, her view is not at all. And it is, why would it be? She's not mm-hmm. from here. But the fact that she puts on her Instagram bio, New Yorker, I'm like... So I'm going to uh, say
1: uh, this. It is really okay, okay to say I'm from Chicago, but I've lived in New York for the last 10 years. Exactly. Chicago's amazing. And Chicago's a city too. It's yeah. not like she's
0: saying she's from... Um, nebraska or something mm-hmm. like that right
1: it gives you more flavor to say that i'm from here okay. yeah. but now i live here so because there's
0: credit to be given to those people as well mm-hmm. because you don't have your your base in new york city but you've managed to make it and live here yeah that says something right and as so a new
1: yorker we're going to ask you <laughs> yeah where exactly what high school were you, did you go to that but where were you born yeah. right well, that's the question where were you born
0: mm, i'm born in paris okay so that's
1: but you're, you're also kind of raised in Jersey and kind of sprouted in, in all over. Places, right. But yeah. I would
0: never I would never say like if I had to identify with anything, it's this region. Like people, mm-hmm. my, my mom is from France. My dad is from Iran. He's Persian. People are like, what do you identify the most with? I'm like, honestly, the area where I grew up in, like mm-hmm. the tri state area, because that's where I, that's a culture I really know. I mean, sure, I have parts of my identity that relate towards my mom's cultural background and mm-hmm. my dad's. But yeah.
1: Well, then that's really okay to say i'm mm-hmm. born in Paris, but i'm a tri state kid
0: and i do yeah <laughs> well what's your what's your back you're New yorkricacan right yes are your parents uh born and raised in New York?
1: No. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. So it's my grandparents that are born in Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. Okay. And my parents are both New Yorkers.
0: So who's Dominican and who's Puerto Rican?
1: My mother is Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican. Let me get that right since I'm getting filmed. And my father is half Dominican, half Puerto Rican. Okay. And even for that, for me, I I feel like I identify as a Puerto Rican because I've never really culturally gotten to know my Dominican family. So. Okay. Understandable.
0: And um, but do you, are you familiar with any Dominican culture? Uh, uh, other than like obviously we live in New York, so there's yeah. definitely Dominicans I mean, as well. I mean,
1: other than being in New York, um, a little bit, a little bit, but more yeah. so, I just I I get the other side.
0: Yeah, and what do people think you are when they meet you?
1: It depends on where I am currently, right? Because I think summertime islands, where whatever island I am, I've identified with. Being a native from
2: there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
0: you mean people think you're from there? Is that Yeah, right? yeah. So, like, ethnically ambiguous in a sense, right? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. 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 Okay.
1: But, yeah, it, it's rare when someone says, you look Puerto Rican, and I'm like, thank you.
0: <laughs> but honestly, like, you do look Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. and you could pass through some other stuff, too, because mm-hmm. what is Puerto Rican? Right? You could be European looking, mm-hmm. you could be uh, Indian looking, you could be black.
1: I'll take it all. It's you could all be Asian,
0: right? I mean, there's some Asian. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I've
1: never heard that, but I'll take it all because it's all about Yeah. No,
0: this is true, We had that. Actually, the guy who runs the post office in my father's town is Asian. Okay. Well, I mean, anyway, it's like a melting pot, right? Um, so what was it? What was it like growing up in uh, in, in Spanish Harlem, and, and what was your what was your experience like growing up? And I know you're you're a full-time model, correct? Yes. And how long have you been doing that? When did you start that?
1: Okay, so I'll start there and go back. <clears throat> yeah. uh, so I've been modeling for 23 years. Hmm. Uh, I think innately it was something I always knew I wanted to do, but I also think my community might have planted that seed in me, just being tall and skinny. Right. And it was one of those things that I often heard, oh, you should model, you should model. And I think because I just heard it so long as a kid, by the time I became a teenager, I was like, I want a model. Right. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But it took for me from being a teenager to graduating high school to then getting signed with an agent because it was a lot of no's. Um, oh, so
0: you were approaching you were approaching agencies? They yeah, were, I did. I thought you got discovered.
1: No, uh, kind of. Uh so I started I started going to agencies when I was junior high school with my mother mm-hmm. and it was no, she they didn't feel that I was developed enough to kind of be able to and I I get that because I don't think I physically
0: or maturity?
1: Maturity, yeah. I don't think I physically and maturity had the ability to be in front of a camera and be able to kind of own that space as a teenager, mm. um, as some people do. Uh, and, but I still pursued it. And I knew that after high school was over, I was going to go back and revisit all those agencies to see if I can get a, a yes from someone. Yeah. And it was still a whole lot of no's. Really? So then I went to school, I went to college, and I kind of still wanted to pursue it. And working part-time at Macy's had someone say, hey, my friend's doing a fashion show, would you be in it? Yeah. And that's when the journey started
0: nice and i mean how were your parents were your parents like uh supportive of it were they like trying to help you facilitate your dream
1: my mother yes your
0: mother was yes my
1: single mom um so my mom was for it especially as a teenager her too having friends saying yeah you should get raven into modeling i know someone who you can speak to so she did she was also very kind of supportive in that space but then after graduating high school i didn't need my mother to help me in that space i i could do that on my own and i did um but yeah my mom's been supportive but the moment I told her I was like yeah so I'm gonna stop going to school <laughs> and become a full-time mod- a model and my mom was like the moment you have to get a part-time job you're going back to school
0: what what school were you at the time Hostos so college in where's Hostos
1: Bronx community college okay
0: mm-hmm. gotcha that's part of CUNY right yeah I'm a CUNY grad hey so we'll see. Hunter College <laughs> okay oh uh, I took some classes there so I'm with you. Um, what, so did you ever have to get a part-time job?
1: I mean much older <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: but in the beginning no.
0: So you're still full-time modeling. Yeah. 23 years later. Yeah. That's impressive.
1: It is it is and it's interesting because even within this journey there's been a lot of <laughs> ups and downs which is natural for any journey yeah. right. Um, there's been a lot of I'm not doing this shit anymore. I'm done. Right, <laughs> I'm yeah. done. And then you get a good book and you're like, oh, okay, right. I'm back in. So it's been that kind of in and out relationship. And I think I just finally got to the part where I'm just like, no, I'm committed. This is who I am. This is what I do. And I and absolutely it? love it. Oh, you yeah. do? Okay, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's important. Because yes. I know
0: for me, the the way you described like the in and out and oh, the next big gig for me when I was working nightlife, it was like that. The next big party, like, okay, now I'm making money again. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't liking it after a while. Yeah. Um, and I needed it out.
1: It, yeah. yeah, it is. I think it's a toxic relationship to be yeah.
0: in, Well, easy right? money is toxic, right? Yes,
1: but that's also exciting to right. be able to make a certain amount of money. I won't say effortlessly, but just the idea of making a certain amount of money, it's right. exciting.
0: Well, I would say, because again, not life wasn't easy, it was hard, but the aspect that was... It was like being able to maintain a lifestyle that you enjoyed mm-hmm. and make the kind of money you, you want to have your financial stability. Mm-hmm. That's a tough, ta- ta- especially, especially when you stop liking what you're doing. Yeah. That's a problem. That becomes a problem. Um, so your mom was super supportive. Uh, what was like, what were some of the gigs you, you got and that you remember in your, in your, in your lifetime as a uh-huh. model? like?
1: beginning jobs were fun i remember my first photo shoot was in um antigua
0: oh so you had yeah. to travel off the bat
1: yeah 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 it was nice um then trying to work in paris was also a, a fun time that's probably my best memories working in paris mm. um and doing tom ford's first Yves saint laurent show that was pretty major wow. for me yeah that was this a good was one. in paris yeah
0: that's something that's talk about yeah.
1: yeah 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 it was exciting but there's was it runway it was runway
0: okay yeah how tall are you
1: 5'10 okay mm-hmm. are you like
0: a legit 5'10 or are you like a girl 5'10 meaning six feet <laughs> <laughs> first of all that statement
1: is universal because i know a lot of men who like to say the same thing yeah. but i never well, knew girls say of that would, as well, well
0: men say the opposite way them would say six feet, but they're five ten.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. 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 Well, I'm I'm a true five ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not
0: meant like I meant like girls will lie to be shorter sometimes. Oh no!
1: All right, let me arch my back and sit up a even uh, taller because yeah. I enjoy.
0: <laughs> That's beautiful that you enjoy yeah. I appreciate your height. Um. So th- those are like big time deals, but when you were in school, let's backtrack mm-hmm. a little bit. What were you planning on studying?
1: I didn't know. I didn't have an idea. I think there was a part of me that knew I still wanted to pursue modeling. Yeah. So the idea of being in school, I just, you know, I went originally for accounting.
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> which is I can't the, imagine you is... up to like an accounting <laughs> office,
0: like let's do your taxes.
1: Well, that was the response I got where people were like, that's really what you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I was excited to do it. And it took one person to say, you don't want to do that. And I, and I believe them. Well,
0: why did you? Well, first off who said that and why did you believe this reason
1: i don't know the person i was young right we weren't having these elaborate conversations about following your dreams and not listening to people at that time (laughs) but um i was good i'm good with numbers i enjoy numbers so for me i was just like yeah this is something that i'd like to do Um, but someone was like, you know how boring that is? Do you do your
0: own taxes now? No. But-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she no. was with numbers.
1: <laughs> no, we pay someone else to do exactly. that. Um, but yeah, someone was just like, it's just boring. And I was like, ooh, I don't want to do something that's boring.
0: <laughs> but it took you, so, I guess, somebody who understood the field to tell you that it's boring.
1: I don't even remember this person. Right. But it stuck in my head. And that's usually what happens, right? It takes that one person to say something negative. It, you know, yeah. given, give or take. But at that time, it took that one person and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and I, I think I just switched to liberal arts and I was just taking the basic classes. But I was there for a year.
2: Yeah.
1: And then next year I was like, yeah, we're just not going to sign up for any classes because I'm going to pursue this.
0: Oh, so you weren't signed yet.
1: No, well, no, 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 no. I got signed, yeah. and then I didn't return.
0: Okay. Well, yes. At least you had that secured. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's yeah. funny that you said that one person to tell you that that it's it's boring to, to deter you from doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get great feedback on outsiders, but there's been people who are like. Oh, could you do outside what do you do full time and i'm like i do outside <laughs> <laughs> i get that question all the time yeah
1: what else do you do i have girlfriends who work in hr and they're just like raven anytime you want a job yeah and i'm like i have a job
0: yeah i i hear it and, and this has been a couple of times where was, you know it almost i never almost determined but like it wears me down i'm like you know should i be doing something else this is full time mm. this is like a lot of work for me but yeah. I see friends that have their traditional jobs and maybe in finance or whatever, making crazy amounts of money.
1: Good for them, and some yeah, good for them. And they,
0: they're asking me, like, yeah, so uh, what else you got going on? And I, I do have a couple side things here and there, but it's not like side jobs, it's like advising on a startup and doing stuff yes. like that. So, it's still entrepreneurial stuff, yes. But yeah, I could see, like, I definitely learned with the progress we've made with everything with outsiders and just everything I've done in, in, as an entrepreneur in my life, because I never worked for somebody, that you can't listen to somebody. And You can't even look at somebody else's path.
1: No, I think we're understanding now how important it is to not compare, right? I mean, comparison co- is the yeah. thief of joy. Um, what is it? Say it again? Is it comparison is the thief of joy? I've I never was. heard that, but yeah.
0: it's a good saying.
1: Yeah, but also, um, I think people are just so quick to input their, or or also kind of project, project, yeah. yeah don't de- deflect, and it's just like we don't really realize that, and it and it does. You know, words are powerful, and we don't realize what seeds that we plant into people's heads when we when yeah. we project something not being possible, something being eh, or yeah. whatever it is.
0: Well, looking back at your situation, it's almost a blessing that that person talks you out of it, and om- and I would almost. I would almost say that you probably wanted to be talked out of that because you wanted to pursue your dream.
1: I mean, yes, but yeah. it wouldn't have hurt if I had a associates in accounting. It would have never hurt. But I just, I mean, it regardless, it didn't matter because I also choose to end my education at that point. So yeah. whether it was accounting or something else.
0: And also, I mean, I guess it depends on your experience, what you plan on studying, um, your school, but... I don't feel like I learned a whole lot of really really useful information in school. Again, I was a communications major, so looking back, like I, I would have studied entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. business, something else maybe. But the the in the like the stuff I learned while working in the field, like as an entrepreneur, even in nightlife, like, I have been having this conversation for the past few weeks with people. Like it was such a great learning experience, learning to. I mean at a most basic level, take the same product which is a party Mm -hmm. and doing it three or four times a week, but every and this is over the course of fifteen years. And somehow convincing people that it's a unique experience that they'll never experience and every day and it believe it or not, it helped me be able to Mm -hmm. to uh create that for other things that are actually unique. Mm -hmm. So yeah, school, school, I think it's good to do, it's it's good to get your degree. I'm not going to say no to that at all, but I definitely learn more with life experience. So
1: it's also a personal choice. I'm having these conversations now with friends because I'm returning to school in the fall uh, and it's just like, again, deflecting. Why? Accounting? What?
0: Accounting? (laughs) No.
2: (laughs) Well, listen, I just graduated college in like couple months ago yeah I think well last year uh, in December of last year it's a personal choice
1: it's a personal choice and people like to attach their ideas to your whys, and Mm -hmm. it's like I'm not going there because I think it's going to help me become xyz it could but there's just this innate feeling within me uh, which is why I want to return I've always wanted to return ever since I gave birth and it took eight years to finally say, "Get back in the building."
0: Uh, definitely want to talk about your child as well yes. and that whole process as far as uh, how that changed your life, but. What are you going back to school study? If you want me asking.
1: Business management. Business management. Okay. Mm -hmm. And
0: what do you have a vision as to why, like, what your goal is with that?
1: Well, you know, I'm returning back to the school where I started. So because it just felt easier to go there than pick up the credits and go somewhere else. And the only two things that were most interesting to me was accounting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and business management. So right. I had to choose between the two. And I just feel like as a freelancer, as someone who is in pursuit of yeah. just, you know, doing different things, business management fell up my alley. Also looking back at the things that I've done before and how exciting it is for me to to be a part of that.
0: I mean, it can definitely help you, especially with your own contracts mm-hmm. and your current business. Yeah. Like, it, it, I don't see how that that's added value to your But career. I also
1: don't know what can happen from this, right? Like you ever have that innate feeling that you're supposed to do something or you want to show up, right? I have no idea what's going to come out. Like obviously I'm going to go to school, learn something, graduate, right. but there might be something within that whole process which is bringing me in here. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea, but I'm excited to, to see how it'll fold. Are you
0: also doing it because, because of your daughter and because you want to set an example?
1: Yes, part of that is yes. I think there's something in being able to start something and finish it. Mm-hmm. If it has meaning to you. right? And this has meaning for me. And before I wanted to do it when she was a younger age. And now that I'm doing it at this age, it's really interesting because she <laughs> is like, I'm going to check your homework. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> so, so I'm like, you know what? I kind of like that she's a little older and I get to experience this with her as yeah. she is older and will be able to remember these moments. But yeah, it's, you know.
0: So, yeah. she's eight years old? Yeah. So, I'm sure that changed your life. What was life like prior to your daughter?
1: How much time do we have? Uh,
0: <laughs> we have a good 45 minutes.
1: Yeah, Um. it has. You know, being a parent is amazing. Um. Man, I'm going to get semi-emotional, too. You can. Um, and people have. Yeah. No, being a parent is really an amazing thing. The whole unfolding of being a mother, you know... Having a child with someone, um, the relationship that you have with that someone, the relationship that you have with yourself, like it just, for me, if I'm being honest, it crumbled. (laughs) And that was a good thing.
0: What crumbled?
1: I think whoever I thought I was supposed to be or am or just the way I operated in life, I had a falling apart moment. As um, far as
0: your identity or like just your vision of the future, what things are supposed I to be? I think
1: that for me, there was a moment where I was like, man, this is not what I thought my life was going to look like. And that's what, that was a good thing. Um, but motherhood was, it's, or motherhood, entering motherhood was really hard. Um, Jeremy, you're not supposed to have me on here crying. It's okay.
0: <laughs>
2: yep. mother, yeah. From-
1: yeah. yeah. Entering motherhood for me, because I think that we have this set idea of what life is going to look like, yeah. um, and it was, completely, it was completely different, but it was very good for me, right? What because
0: was different from your vision prior, and then when you, your, the reality, what was so different? Okay, hold on. Yeah, take your time. Um, um, thank you, Chris. Thank
1: you, that's cool. Um, all right, deep breath, where do I start? I'm trying to re-recap.
0: Because you are a single parent, yes. right? That's a lot of pressure. Um, uh, and
1: that's it. Well, I like to say I'm a mother that is single, because I have an amazing community. I have a lot of support. Her mm-hmm. father's in the picture. Um, I think for me, I just thought motherhood would look different. Raising a child would be different, right? How? I but definitely. Explain, like, I didn't think I was going to be single. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Um, and just having to do a lot on my own. Yeah. It's 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 different. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, no one kind of goes into it with the goal or assuming that they're going to be alone, right? So,
1: But I think in a good way, it stripped me of the identity that I thought I had. And to now, I'm just like, there's more within me that I want to experience. There's a person within me who needs to be present in this moment now to live a life that is completely different, right? So I think part of me is in a space where I'm just really excited to dive into who I am and unlayering all the layers of who I am and living a life in a way that is whole and full and mm-hmm. yummy and exciting yeah. and all that.
0: And it's funny because uh, before we had the cameras turned on, you were like, you know, you were surprised that I asked you to be on the show. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think it was the first hike you did with us at Bear Mountain. Um, <clears throat> it was like, it, well, I wasn't expecting to be so much uphill scrambling, it, but I had a great time afterwards. Like, wow, that's, yes. that was really fun. And afterwards, you posted this, like, testimonial, pouring your heart out. And one, thank you, because it was just beautiful, and it's it's something that's going to... Can
2: I get that so you might be able to splice that into absolutely. the <laughs> uh
0: Absolutely. Definitely. I'll, I'll send that over also,
2: to you. Also, uh, I started recording before I told you guys I was recording. You usually yeah. do, yeah. <laughs> so so throw, throw I got me. all that on. on
0: okay, perfect. But, uh, he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you poured your heart out about... The outsiders and you know for me i was watching I'm like i didn't ask her to do this this is amazing like wow thank you like i was so appreciative because i need the positive reinforcement mm-hmm. from what i am doing because it's a lot of work and yeah. sometimes it's like all right it's a struggle right now financially with certain sponsors that aren't on board just what quite yet and like seeing the impact i have that's positive that i have remember saying the outsiders have because it's my staff it's the mm-hmm. people like you the people who are involved people like bam's who are helping out Feature our community. It makes it feel like okay, there's a reason why we're doing this. To mm-hmm. Put this effort in.
1: No outsiders is very needed.
0: I, I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you. Um, I love hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that what you said was was amazing, and um, I forgot where I was going with this, but because again, it's overwhelmingly appreciated. So thank you. You're welcome. Um,
1: Motherhood, single life. Yes. Motherhood,
0: <laughs> single life. Oh, so you were talking about how this is where I was going with it. One of the things you mentioned in that was that you needed time for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I started following you after that, and, and seeing how much how aware you are of your well being mm-hmm. uh, as a uh, mother that is single uh, with needing time for yourself, so that you could be a better mother, and so on. Like, mm-hmm. when did you make these like? Go ahead. You gonna say something?
1: No, I, I was gonna say after that trip, there was such joy that bled into the rest of the days. I was like, oh, this joy feels so good. Oof. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> I need you to write some reviews on Google. <laughs> 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 um, when did you? I guess when did you realize? Like, you're obviously very aware of your of what you need, mm-hmm. right? Uh, were you always that aware? That's like something I feel like for myself has come with age and maturity when did this whole transition from being like, I'm sure there was a moment where you were overwhelmed, like, okay, I got a kid. I got to do this. Mm -hmm. I feel what feels like alone.
1: So this was well before self-love was a hashtag, Um, realizing that there was an aspect of my life that didn't exist. And it's not to say I didn't love myself, Mm -hmm. but there was just so many things where it was like, there's something missing in my life. Mm-hmm. and i identified that as love there's a, there's a aspect or a aspect of love that just doesn't exist in my life and i needed to be kinder to myself right mm-hmm. i knew that the words and the stories that i was repeating in my head often weren't positive and i'm a positive outgoing person like that's who i've always been yeah. but i was having you know motherhood was difficult um i wasn't working as much as a model um being a provider i felt like i was having it was really hard And I was so aware of all these things that were not working out that my thoughts and my emotions were a reflection of that. And I was like, okay, that's what needs to be changed, right? And I need to be more loving to myself. I thought about all the characteristics that we understand love to be, to be kind, to be patient, to be brave just you know all with of them. yourself yes with yeah. myself and i was like i'm not being that person to me so i am ready to experience a relationship with myself where love is included and i don't know what that looks like right. but i know i need to be i need to show up for myself in a way
0: it was funny you said that because uh i I go to therapy and my therapist once said like the way you talk to yourself, these thoughts, imagine what you're saying to yourself. The criticism was somebody that was a friend of yours. Would Mm -hmm. you be friends with this person? I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Like the, the self talk sometimes can be detrimental. And then thinking about and seeing yourself from the outside perspective. And when you're getting these thoughts, removing yourself from that, that voice or the thoughts Mm -hmm. and it gives you perspective. And I think, you know, I think people like, most people, but definitely you and I and maybe Chris, we're uh, toughest on ourselves. You know, oh, cri- we're, everyone is, critic.
1: right? We are, we are a toughest critic. And, you know, when you, I think for me, it's also patterns. Like I'll look back and say, OK, what what's the underlying thing? What is mm-hmm. happening here that all this keeps happening? Oh, oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that. Exactly. OK. Exactly. Take yeah.
0: ownership of your patterns. Yeah. And I, and I said while wow, the camera was rolling, but we weren't started yet. You know one of the reasons why it's important to have you on here is because from the outside perspective especially with social media Mm -hmm. we tend to see the model on social media perfect life and sometimes people feel worse about themselves when they see that but Mm -hmm. the fact that you're so open and honest about the the struggles that you face whether it be as a uh, parent that's single uh self-doubt imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. you know you're going back to school feeling like you know Whatever thoughts or negative thoughts you might bring up to yourself about going back to school, like vocalizing that, so that it's not just like the dream life that you're portraying, which most people do on social media.
1: Well, yeah, but I think we also have to take in considerations. Even though we're on social media, shows social media so much. Yeah. It's really just a small aspect of one's life okay, it's what, i don't care if i'm on there all day it's yeah. still just one and it's
0: what you choose yeah, to have exactly. them see and the fact that you're choosing them to see stuff that's not just super successful mm-hmm. and giving them a peek into you and granted you're maybe not even showing all your demons either yeah right and not to say that i advise people to do that either but to show a peek at like everything i remember one of the posts a friend of mine <clears throat> john legas he actually passed away he took a photo of me when i was working one day on my laptop he was like he'd end up hanging out with me during the day sometimes his schedule allowed it and he's just hanging out while i'm working he snaps a photo i was working and he's like Yo, it's a good photo you should post it I'm like you know what i'm gonna post this photo of me working because i never post that people mm-hmm. think that the end product is my lifestyle people think that me on a hike or at the time me throwing a party was what i do for work mm-hmm. that's not the work and I, and then, uh, it got such a great response like showing the backside showing the stuff that's not glamorous you mm-hmm. know just showing me at a laptop <laughs> i think it's important to show that aspect because yeah. people lose sight of that
1: yeah we do we we lose sight of, sight of life we lose sight of ourselves yeah. we lose sight of our dreams right so
0: what um well first when when you said you stopped working a lot when you when around the time you had your your daughter mm-hmm. We'll um, backtrack a little to that. What was that like? I mean, you, you obviously, depending on your physical appearance and and so on, like, how, was, that, was that, like, a dark moment for you? Or, um, I mean, not necessarily her birth. Obviously, her birth was No, amazing. there
1: was a lot of things within that that kind of unfolded that kind of just went back to back to back, and I was having a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> my plate is loaded. I, I need something off my plate, but I, let me see, I motherhood i switched agencies my i don't i've never said this out loud but my agency dropped me really yeah and i was like what, oh. was this when you were pregnant no this was um she might have been like two and a half almost three and i Did got dropped from my agency i wasn't working and i I understood that the agency was amazing um but i just wasn't working
0: and they weren't booking you stuff or you weren't you're choosing that to go no cast?
1: i wasn't getting booked for jobs really yeah so that's one of those things where you're like, F it. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But um, yeah, I didn't work, but then I, I freelanced. I was able to, I still had a smaller agency that would book me on these small jobs. And then I, I somehow, you know, when those things just work out, when life just deals you good hands, yeah. I had a couple of good hands that kept me working to pay the bills. Um, but then I was like, I don't want this freelance life. Yeah. Like I don't want to be a freelance model where I yeah. don't. So I I ended up, reaching out to my old booker who placed me with my new agency, and then they were great.
0: On my way over here, I saw a video clip with Tom Hanks, um, Jamie Foxx, Robert De Niro, whatever, and they're talking about this too shall pass, right? Mm -hmm. But he said, time, time is always, like he said, always give it time. Because you never know, like, I know when I'm really stressed out, I figure out a partner of a sponsor for our you know sponsor partner for outsiders and i go to sleep i'm like damn i didn't close that deal today and, you know, time is ticking or whatever it is I, What i've been reminding myself the last few weeks is like tomorrow's a new day and all the all the opportunities i had today aren't the last opportunities they present themselves mm-hmm. so that gives me like the reassurance and going like all right what's the day in store for me today yeah
1: and it's good preparation you know for me to go on castings i go on castings all the time and i don't book them but i know that how i show up is preparation for how i'll show up for the next booking
0: oh how you show up for the previous booking yes
1: or i'm sorry so if i have a casting today how i show up is going to prepare me for how i show up tomorrow and so forth so for me that's kind of how i look at it right everything is some form of preparation so the conversation you might have had today with X, Y, and Z yeah. might be the conversation that prepares you for your next win. We don't know. We have no idea what that looks like.
0: Well, of course, you have to take it like a learning experience, which yeah. sounds so cliche and cheesy. But, but it's, it's true. true. Yeah. It is
1: true. I mean, think about the amount of times you get to sit in front of someone. You're building your character. Yeah. You're building your conversation. You're, And I think those tools help you and, and as you move forward because you might say, damn, I shouldn't have said that. Right. And then you real no anything, right? Like yeah. you, anything and then you realize that that was the perfect thing not to say to the next person. I don't know. Yeah. But I also know that miracles happen in the blink of an eye, so
0: It's true. I was I was hanging out with a friend of mine last night and and a year ago he he wasn't engaged and wasn't about to be a father. Now he's like engaged to the woman of his dreams, uh, or oh, he's married to the woman of his dreams and he's expecting a, his first kid. So it was like within a few months his whole life like turned yeah. something like that. Um now that you 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 know you're kind of going back to school but you're still you know just embracing the fact that you love your career and what mm-hmm. you do what are your new goals in in life?
1: Ooh, I don't know, just to survive the day. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> uh, survival I think right now you know? I am focused on this year and being present in this space as being a model right, and being able to expand who I am, expand my confidence, my level of comfort in front of the camera, um, my ability to have a conversation mm-hmm. on camera, um, and going back to school. Um, I want to return. So this is also something I did prior to motherhood was coaching, um, and really being able to help people clarify their dreams, aka Dream Pressure.
0: <laughs> so, oh, that's that's right. That's, uh-huh. that's your Instagram handle. Um, you were doing this prior to your motherhood. Daughter. So what were you what were you doing? How were you doing it? Was it like Jeremy, just a little bit of a little bit of a little
1: bit of a little bit of a little of social. I think of Twitter, into Instagram. of a little bit of a of the top leading of for coaching, bit of a little bit of a I bit of a I I of a I bit of to, I really of to little bit more than just being a cheerleader for someone's mm-hmm. dreams, right? I understood just within my journey of how important it is to have someone support you and say, "Yeah, you can do that," and show you the tools and the ways, right? And have the, have a community of people um, encourage you. And I wanted to be able to do more than just say, "You can do it." I really wanted to understand the tools and to help someone um, move forward mm-hmm. and where they were right now to where they wanted to go. So I know know for me, I've always been passionate in serving people and helping people. And I think my transition into motherhood has made me understand how important it is to love yourself in a Mm -hmm. way that allows you to dream bigger and want more for yourself and be confident in that pursuit of having more and wanting more. So I'm slowly kind of getting back into that space as well.
0: So the coaching is going to be kind of, is what you'd like to get back into?
1: Coaching is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm already doing that now, but it's what I wanted to do, what I want to do and expand um, and see how that is, because I don't see myself being a one-on-one coach for a long time because mm-hmm. it's a bit taxing, but I enjoy it. And again, I think that because I'm just into the space of finding myself again, right? right? Um, I don't want to limit what's possible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say. Well, I don't want to do that because of X, Y, right. Z. No, let me be in this space, own it, and grow in it, and then decide what's going to be next for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, leaving your options open. Yeah. It's a good approach. Um, so, uh, what do you actually? What do you do for fun when you're not the, I'm the outsiders? Outsiders. <laughs> 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 I didn't tell her to say that. <laughs>
1: um. I love. So I just got a skateboard and i've <laughs> i've
0: seen that <laughs> yeah. on, I, I completely forgot that so what right, is this? On,
2: wait an actual skateboard or a longboard no a, a skateboard. skateboard all right because there's a difference and i know yeah. guys who skate don't really like the longboarders, longboarders right. don't like the skaters like right. Right. no but she's got a skateboard okay. and, and
0: i see her posting videos and you do great reels and cut, cuts and edits Thanks. on your videos but so what is this about? <laughs>
1: I know. My brother says the same thing. He's like, Why? Because it's fun. And there's just like there's this inner kid in me who wants to do these adventurous things and that's just one of the things that I want to and I get to do and I love it. Like love. I gotta
0: connect you with a friend of mine. She she's not the greatest skater by any means, but she loves it. And mm-hmm. she's like has this whole uh, woman, girl empowerment skateboard community thing that she's put together. Um it's it's amazing. So I'll connect you with her because okay. again, she's also not the best. She's fallen a couple of times, broken her wrists. And like oh. I see your videos and you're very careful. <laughs> Sometimes I see her go it. I'm like
1: <laughs> I've got jobs lined up. Yeah. But yeah, I am. But it, it's just it's it's fun to I'm such a learner. I'm a lover of learning mm-hmm. something new. I enjoy the process of being wrong. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the process of messing up and failing. Like I I enjoy learning. So it's just one of those things.
2: I was gonna say she met Tony earlier, the other tattoo artist. Yeah. There. Actually, Tony's wife actually designed this skateboard.
1: Oh, I love that. I <laughs> uh, love that. Is
2: that a unicorn? Yeah, nice. She, she, <laughs> yeah, because she, she's part of the
0: unicorn mafia. Let me see this, and we'll show the uh, the audience here. <laughs> the unicorn mafia skateboard. It's cool. Um, so skateboarding. Okay. Have you had any, Have you had any uh, injuries just yet uh no i uh, so you got full protection full gear
1: yes no okay. no no no. like i said i, I have jobs
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's that's something they can take mm-hmm. into it can't be showing up to a casting with a cast on no unless you're,
1: elbow dislocated unless no.
0: you're modeling for hss <laughs> right exactly <laughs> um talk. asked you about your goals and dreams but you kind of spoke more about obviously fluidity more uh professional mm-hmm Do you have anything personal, like, uh, I don't know, anything, any, like travel wise or? I do. I would
1: love to include travel back into my life. Um, I do. I I miss traveling. I miss being (laughs) away and that, that just being able to experience a a different, I think that's also something important for me to crack my norm. Mm-hmm. because i have this pattern of you know working mothering working mothering me time mothering like i do that but i need to get out of my comfort and out of my location um but definitely travel is on my
0: good we'll, we'll have you well hopefully you consider some of the outsiders i have trips. i'm always on the site
1: i'm like mm, mm-hmm. what do i want to yeah. do? Where do that looks good I'm checking
0: well, it out well you know i'll, I'll be <laughs> sure to keep reminding you about what we have going on um I guess what's your motivation you have, you have you're pretty you have pretty uh lofty goals but reasonable but what mm-hmm. what what, inspire, what motivates you uh what, what keep inspires you to keep stay motivated i should say
1: i mean i'm pretty self-motivated um i'm here i have like i'm just i'm here and i'm alive i have a daughter that i absolutely love um i have a life that i love and mm. i just want to see the more that exists Right, mm-hmm. like I, I am in a space where I'm really hungry to see what else. That's important. I think curiosity
0: yeah. keeps you young. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're challenging yourself as well. Like yeah. I was talking to my cousin about uh, how how to uh, keep the mind sharp. Mm-hmm. It's always challenging, even when you get older, to challenge yourself somehow.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, even staying self motivated gets exhausting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, I do. I, I'm just. Um I guess curiosity what you said that put, that's yeah. yeah.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm. I'm reading about I'm not texting I'm reading the questions I, I have <laughs>
1: I would hope not no I figured
0: that. Uh what advice would you give high school you?
1: Oh, high school Ray. Um, what was
0: high school ray like? Troublemaker?
1: Leave the boys alone.
0: Really? <laughs> what was uh, high school? What was high school Ray really like?
1: Um, no, I I've always been very low-key, cool, um, friends with everyone. Um
0: You got a devilish smile on your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: that about? I was just rekindling high school ray. I was on the basketball team. Okay. Yeah. Um I think for any of my ages, I would have said dream bigger. Mm. Yeah.
0: I mean, one would argue that your dream of becoming a full-time model is pretty a big dream.
1: Yeah. But even within this space, there's room for me to dream bigger. I agree. Yeah. I think that, you know, I'm realizing that our circumstances, we sometimes dream from our circumstances where we cut ourselves short, right? Where... You dream beyond that or you go beyond that and you realize that, oh, wait, there's just so much more. And I think that adulting will have you thinking you can't do much or you can't be much or that this is it for you. Right. Um. No. And I, But also, I think there's this thing where we are not allowed to want more for ourselves, right? There Or it's almost like it's...
0: Being shamed for being... For what?
1: wanting more, for asking more, for doing more. Like The, the more it's like, no, won't you be grateful for, for where you are? I am, but there's still more in this life that I want to do, be, and have.
0: Well, the thing to be careful about, I think, is when you have achieved so much, to find a time where you actually have, where you're content, where you're at. Not to say say you stop challenging yourself for this goal, but to be actually appreciative of that and not always being so hungry where you feel like you're not fulfilled at all.
1: Well, no, and for me, I don't think I even, I'm at my half mark of capacity of what I'm capable of doing, right? Um, I think motherhood—you play it safe. Not yeah. all mothers, but for me, it's just been playing it safe and like, okay, well, I'm here. Well, maybe I could just do this. Yeah. Where then you? I might talk myself out of that, and I'm like, I don't want—I just don't want to talk myself out of anything.
0: Well, it's understandable to play it safe. If you're responsible for another life, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's- but I also think what that does to her. Right, That I'm going to raise a child. Who's well, going to play the it safe? It's funny.
0: I'm looking at my mom's path as a single mom. Mm-hmm. I have a twin brother, my brother and I. Um, she, I remember her, we have had conversations about why she chose the safe route of jobs. She worked for the MTA. She worked for you know jobs that would provide like the pension and so mm-hmm. on because she needed that security. She needed the health care. She needed all that. So when she hears me and sees what I'm doing, sometimes she just doesn't understand but she finds it fascinating on occasion, but she's like, it's so different. Like, man, it was funny when I, uh, when I first graduated school, I couldn't find a job and I was doing the nightclub stuff. Man, they, got on, they got on me so much about like finding a job, finding a job mm-hmm. until, until I bought a house. <laughs> and then they're kind of like, all right, well, listen, you got health insurance, so I got health insurance. And then they're like, all right, well, all right, we'll stop bothering you. <laughs> you just left me alone. Yeah. But like, they had to see the path that, you know, a parent's concerned, making sure I'm good.
1: Well, because <clears throat> that to them is stability, right? Yeah. Working a nine to five is stability.
0: But it's not. It, absolutely. It really isn't yeah. because your your stability is pending somebody else's decision. And just Whereas, like that, you could get cut. As an entrepreneur, I kind of, there's always Stability just on, looks uh, different. That's exactly. It. I can control it a little more. And that helps me because I like to control things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
2: that's good.
1: you were quiet on that one
2: <laughs> well, he doesn't really control what I do here he, I don't his I own don't. life i i i i try to do the best because I know how he thinks and I know what he wants. Mm-hmm. I try to give him what he wants. I mean sometimes it's good never going to be like that but i mean
0: I, but to be perfectly honest like I didn't expect this guy I walk in and every time he's got an update, I'm like, cool, I was cool with the way it was. the second year iteration this is like iteration number eleven or twelve so this is uh he's not trying to live up to my expectations he's living up to his own don't let him trick you mm-hmm.
2: well yeah Well, you know what i have <laughs> my expectations are high because of all the people that i like his brother who's my best friend you know they're artists manny another you know, artist i try to live up to their expectations of who i'm supposed to be because I, I gotta keep up with them so yeah. that in my head i gotta keep up with these guys and i'm my head i'm not good enough and yeah, so what's funny so I is we're all hard. in
0: awe with all this, this i is love it <laughs> I don't know I, I feel like you should know that.
1: Well I spoke yeah. I I had a conversation with him. He's asking questions. I was, we were, yeah, questions. We were, I was yeah. like, Am I asking too many questions?
2: No, no, <laughs> so. you, can, you can ask as many questions as you want. This, I mean but this so. whole
0: place is his idea. Yeah. Not not say he did it all by himself. He's got people involved, but this is whole his whole concept. People walk in here and they're like, I just, can I just come in and hang out? Yeah. So this is this is a great place and uh we should we should do a little bit more. Well, I mean, that's what there. I was
2: telling you, Like, we try to make this place feel like it's a house. Like, when you come yeah. in, it's like your home. Like, it's mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. It's like wearing a nice shirt, eating good food. Like, you're just real comfortable, and you just relax. And the air is, you know. Well, especially in the interview process, you want people to be comfortable because yeah. then people are—you're going to see the real person. Mm-hmm. You're not going to yeah. see like everybody's going to be, you know, guarded and sheltered. About but what you
1: also bring good energy into the space. That's where
2: you know what—that's where we try. We try yeah. to bring the best energy possible here. Like we want like, everybody to be happy and everybody just to keep doing what we're doing. You know? it, and it
0: could be intimidating talking about yourself, but that's why I like to keep like. There's been this—we've had practice because, like,
2: oh no, we yeah, yeah we have it, honestly uh hands down jeremy's gotten really good at interviewing like the first one it was, it was like <laughs> that stutter 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 and then i was like right now we're off to the races yeah so. basically <laughs>
0: i had all these questions and now i still have questions to reference to kind of mm-hmm. keep things going when i when but conversationally i'm just letting my curiosity for the person take lead of the conversation which at least is my next question what is your most embarrassing moment
1: Ooh, um like and
0: anything. So uh, I'll give you an example. So, so far, flash before <laughs> face. I say we we have we have two winners thus far. I thought it was Javier at first only, but then Kentanaka came in with a really embarrassing.
2: Moment. Yeah, that was a good. One. No, so, that was really that was ridiculous. So Ken, that was on a so whole new level.
0: Javier was getting on to the. Uh, it wasn't a school bus. It no, it was, M- M- it was an it was an bus, bus in the with the snap snap off pants. Right, he's getting on the bus. The door closes. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets pants by the door and he's sitting on the bus in his tidy whities
1: Oh, that's embarrassing. That's really
0: embarrassing. Then uh, Ken, Ken Tanaka, uh, had ran the marathon on food poisoning so Ooh. every mile he had to stop and take a shit. Oh, that's <laughs> so horrible. He said it took him eight hours. So it was like the marathon, eight hours and 26 shits later. And I'm like, oh. what? <laughs> no,
2: I
1: live a very modest life. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah no embarrassing I mean that Paris runway show um, they fitted me for this vest and I didn't realize I was exposed I won't say that's embarrassing but I was just like and it, I guess being in Paris France is okay but yeah just my unfitted wardrobe malfunction uh, I
0: would think I would assume uh, I don't model but I would assume that a model's more comfortable with at least being top is because you're always are you always getting dressed and undressed in front of people?
1: You can so I've learned to become very comfortable in this space. Yeah. Um i learn to become very comfortable with my body obviously but there's no consent <laughs> it's right. just his expect, expectation yeah. um so yeah
0: i mean i can see what is unexpected if you're expected to be then it's different but if it's you unexpected. signed
1: up to be nude that's yeah. one thing if yeah. you signed up to have clothes on that's another
0: thing and then you're walking out and the clothes are, yeah I hear yeah that. i mean like i mean I, I, that is an embarrassing moment but i would say uh
1: it's not crazy no, no but, but yeah i can understand
0: but you know what
2: they say: When in France. So, doodles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything that uh, that we haven't spoken about that I haven't asked you that you want to share? Any facts? Anything you want to share with it, people out there?
1: Um. How much time do we have now?
0: Uh, it is five twenty-four.
1: Um. I mean, I'm hungry. <laughs> um. No. I. I. You know, I think for me, naturally, I'm just going to say, I hope you always are in pursuit of being happy and finding your joy. Um, you know, there's so many things I didn't do because I didn't believe in myself. Um, and I think we play ourselves short way too much when we don't believe in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, when we say I can't yeah. or that's impossible. Um but I think just learning to love yourself a little bit more than you did the day before—it's mm-hmm. so valuable. Um, and community, and I think that here we go with another plug. Um, but I think that's why I've like I really enjoy the outsiders because I get I, it feeds so much of those different parts of me that um, as a mother I, I miss because I can easily isolate myself in motherhood. Mm-hmm. So. Or yeah, in life, not yeah, just in life right, yeah, I especially I think being in New York and over this this these years with the pandemic of just being indoors so much and you know, and just saying no to a lot of things that this is this this is good,
0: I sat, you just touched on a, a question I actually forgot to ask was what your favorite part of the outsiders was, but the community aspect yeah. that you said, and for me, that's my favorite part as yeah. well,
1: yeah, I do, and I mean, I've gone twice by myself, so but, it's like... but
0: you didn't leave.
1: No, alone
0: no. in the sense where you left having met people that you still in touch with.
1: But yeah, and I've never felt alone. Like even going by myself, I never felt like I was there alone, mm-hmm. um, which I love. And I think community is such a huge aspect of of wellness, right? One hundred percent. Like it's important to be around people who are enjoying themselves and having a good time, and and also there's a bit of encouragement to especially Bear Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> tough. So there was tough. I didn't this... expect it to be that tough. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You know, having that, you could do it. We're almost there. Yeah. One more. Because everyone you else know. is struggling too. So it's, yeah. I think
0: it's like the shared experience, mm-hmm. even if it's struggle, if it's shared, there's a, there's a connecting. I mean, some of, one of our most challenging outdoor adventures was a waterfall canyoneering. Mm. And everybody left bruised up, freezing cold, scratches, and like some people had cuts on oh their boy. hands and stuff. And I'm like, oh, no. I <laughs> feel so like, damn, just, this could be bad for us. And then everyone sits down at the, the place to go eat and drink. And all of a sudden, everyone starts talking about the war stories, about what they just experienced, and comparing bruises and cuts. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs>
1: what, if, have been, what have been some of your like, moments where you just like, I should have not done that, but then it turned out amazing? Uh,
0: I wouldn't say should not have done that.
2: Or you it yourself. But
0: I think there was one event that Chris was actually on. We did the first time we ever did stared. stairway. <laughs> we to actually happen.
2: talked about that one before you came. We were talking
0: about it. About, so, yeah, stairway to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had a bus, but I had, like, half of what I needed to even break even. So I lost money on it. And I was like, damn, maybe this is not cut out for me. I, I don't know. But this happened to be the best hike as far as the people getting along and making connections and mm-hmm. the vibe. And and Jamie was his first outing with us, and he made us a toast at the place we went to eat and drink after saying it was the best event he's ever experienced in his life. And I was like, all right, well, this is just an investment into Outsiders. This this L I took financially was an investment. So um, that was, uh, I guess that was the moment. I don't know if there's anything I'd regret as far as activity-wise.
1: Well, no, not regret, but one of those things where you just were hard on yourself and it just turned out amazing. That one, okay.
0: the whole time I'm like, You know, I was thinking about, like, my financial situation. I'm like, oh, man. I'm not in a position where I want to lose money. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it wasn't a loss by any means. It it catapulted us for the next following six months. So it was good.
2: Well, I was telling her about uh, when everybody had to run through the puddle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, it was a shared
0: experience. Yep. And it's not something that we could control either. It wasn't like we set people up for this hard time. So, yeah, I mean, I'm very very much one that wants to make sure the details are you know planned out already so when there's something that's unexpected everyone experiences well if everyone experiences it it's obviously not not something that we didn't plan for it's just a random thing that how could we plan for i still stress out a bit but people seem to be okay with it you know they i think people understand most people most people are understanding, forgiving, empathetic, all that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, majority of people realize that shit does happen. Yeah. So you got to work around it.
0: Yeah, and those who don't understand that and those who want to, you know, those maybe aren't people for outsiders. Um, I know you're limited on time, so we have our last segment is five rapid fire questions. Are you ready? All right. Let's go. What's your favorite city other than New York City? Paris. Good choice. <laughs> uh, if you could do any other profession, what would it be? Um... Counter- <laughs> 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 I, uh,
1: I think something building with my hands, um... I don't want to say architecture, um, carpentry, I maybe carpentry, I, or, or even even mechanically. Like I think I would want to build. Really, Ben built this whole set by hand. Listen, we had the whole oh,
0: conversation okay, about this bad. place. No, no, no.
2: She was here. We had a conversation okay. before, you, before your late ass showed up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Mm. Um, I, okay, I can see that. Um, what's your biggest fear?
1: Regretting, just okay. regretting not doing the things that. I want to do getting to a certain age and saying damn okay i can't believe i didn't do that
0: that is that is a, a valid fear for sure yeah because uh, sometimes you can't you can't get those moments back no uh if you can model for anything any brand any your dream shoot oh wow. your dream representation what would it be
1: oh <sighs> I should know this, but I don't because I think there's just so many amazing brands out there. Um, oh, dang it, Jeremy! Um, <laughs>
0: Whatever comes to mind, you don't have to think about it. Oh, First I, thing that comes to mind, I,
1: I think it'd be something uh, luxury, um, definitely a high-end luxury brand.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. give me an example of when you you think of when you think of Givenchy. high-end luxury, Givenchy. Okay, yeah. I went to the Paris Fashion Week party a few years ago and it was no, amazing. <laughs> I, I, you know
2: what, when we had started having a conversation I didn't realize she was a model uh-huh. and I told her one of my things I want to shoot is like I want to shoot like a Harper Bazaar type of editorial. Okay.
1: And what did I say?
2: That you know, you can do it. That what? <laughs> that you can do it. Well, you don't, you want... don't need, you don't need to do like, it, you can just do it, Like it can. you can make it happen.
0: I was actually in a 16-page editorial for L Magazine September issue. Just Check saying, you out. I was. Check you out. It was for I, I, nightlife though, and it was thanks to my boy Ferris Bueller. Shout out to you, appreciate you. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was funny about it it was a uh, it was a September issue, 16-page editorial about nightlife legends in New York, mm-hmm. and I was.
1: Do you uh, sell the magazine?
0: Yeah, framed it in my house.
2: Uh, Hang on a sec. I gotta back the camera because his head's getting weird. Really <laughs> <bad right
0: now. laughs> but what's funny is like, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm. I was telling friends, uh, yeah, in the the in this, in this issue, they saw the issue, like, yo, it's September issue. Like, yeah, no, it's in September. Like, no, it's a September issue. Yeah, like, a big I issue. understand it's in September. <laughs> but you don't understand. <laughs> I do. It was
1: September.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize. That's the Bible it's a, exactly. of the year. So it was, uh, again, thank you, Ferris. Uh, anyway, well, uh, that's, that's my little bragging rights. Um, what's your favorite food?
1: Oh, we're about to get down in that. Let's um, do it.
0: Ethiopian. Ethiopian, really? Yeah. Okay. Is it.
1: I didn't think this through, but no, you don't.
0: <laughs> what did you bring? Well, you, you unwrap it. Oh, you. Do you, I? I, I, I want to well see. Uh, I'll hold the bag and you can. All right. Yeah, I'll let you do it. So, wait, how, how, when did you, when did you uh, fall in love with Ethiopian food? Why? Um,
1: I did a job in Ethiopia. Okay. Yeah, it was this fashion show uh, that flew us out. Didn't pay, but covered all the expenses, and that's when I um, fell in love. I really didn't think this out, but it's all good. This
0: is you have to eat with your hands. I've had this food before. It's really good. This bread is a little like uh, spongy, spongy, tangy, tangy, Mm -hmm. sour. I wash my hands.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, no, let's have the full-on experience. I'm okay. I washed my hands. All right. So what?
0: What exactly? did you get?
1: Oh, <laughs> I, so I'm a vegetarian.
0: Okay. Um, How long 95% have you been a vegetarian? of the
1: time. <laughs> uh, I have been, let me see, eight, maybe 14, 15 really? years. Yeah.
0: What made you become vegetarian?
1: I just felt yeah. like meat wasn't in mine. Go ahead. <laughs> I just didn't want to eat meat. It just felt like there was a disconnect with me eating meat. Um, and it's one of those things, you have those innate feelings where you just like, I just don't feel like this is me anymore. I'm like ruining this. Go sorry. ahead, take the whole thing.
2: Well, Tony, the artist, she's the same way. Like she has a disconnect. She's she's a vegetarian. She can't really eat meat either. Like I think she I, when she was in school, like when she was in high school, it was like a it kind of affected her a little mm-hmm. bit. So she literally just went straight uh, straight vegan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel so much better not eating meat. I do have these moments. Like I said, there's a there's five percent of the time where I have these moments where I'm just like I want steak con tostones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Depending on the mood, I might just say, F it, let's go, and I'll okay, have so, it. Yeah. yeah, but for the 95% of the time, it's all vegetables. So you have beets, you what have greens, you have. I don't know the terms, and I don't want to jack it up. Okay. Uh, um, I
0: think I'm doing this right. This is how I've seen them do it when I go eat. And, uh, where did you bus. get
2: that? Like, where did you. Uh, that
1: one was nearby um, mm. Port Authority, not too far. Okay. On wow. you Kitchen. Some? Yeah.
0: I'm gonna say, I'm not eating here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh,
2: I also told her that you do these shows for free food. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
1: I didn't respond to that text when you sent it to me. I was like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: well,
0: If you think about it, a lot of people will bring their own culture as food, right? So learning about somebody based on what they like to eat, like, um, what's her name? Samantha brought a great. Um, That one, yeah, yeah, yeah. She went all out. She she's Chinese. She brought sausages that are uh, unique to her region in China, but then she also is a big sweet tooth, so she brought Mm. snacks from there and also cookies from uh, Mama, this French bakery in in Manhattan. Like she went all out because she's a big. That's amazing. So we ate well that day. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And then she had this uh, matcha cheesecake, which uh, I haven't stopped thinking about since. And I'm not Mm. a huge like matcha. Person, but it was so good. Anyway, let me try one more thing before we call it quits. Mm. It feels—it tastes great, and it doesn't feel—it obviously doesn't taste like you're eating bad either. It's healthy.
1: You're not. It's all.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's very well flavored and spiced. It's not bland.
1: Which is I like what I love about Ethiopian food.
0: Agreed. All right, I know you know you got to run out, but I want to say thank you so much for participating. I'm glad you were on the show. Um, I hope everyone, I mean, I know everyone's gonna see, you know, how special you are. And I wanna thank you for being such an advocate for outsiders and sharing your story, your, your, your lows, your highs and all that. I think it's important. So thank you. appreciate it. We'll have to have you back on eventually. Uh, talk about your progress with your whole schooling. We're gonna check yes. up on your report card. <laughs> <laughs> Post on, on social. Uh but thanks again. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah. Thank thanks you. Thanks for
1: having me. This has been fun. All
0: right. Thank you. Peace. Ooh.